Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe and never miss an episode. And in today's episode, we are talking about your customers, or I should say, more importantly, your prospective customers and how they can't possibly make a decision if they don't have clarity. This came out of a meeting that I was in early this week up in London, and we were talking to some, well, some pretty big hitters actually in the coaching game, and uh, we're looking at doing some work with these guys and partnering up because our clients are slightly different to their clients, and there's a great synergy there between three businesses. I'm going to share a little bit about that in a later episode because there's some real teachings and some learnings that I took from that, which I'll pass on to you guys. However, today, I just want to talk about the importance of having clarity. Now, I talk about crystal clear goals, and I say, if you don't have crystal clear goals, if you don't have complete and utter clarity about what it is that you're going for, what it is you need to do in order to achieve what you're going for, I talk about day plans, I talk about all these things, okay? Super important, because if you don't have the clarity, your unconscious won't allow you to put any degree of commitment into something. However, at this meeting, we were talking about the simplicity of the synergy between the three companies in the room, and we spelled it out, and we looked at how they might work together, and it was so simple. It was so simple. It was crystal clear. It made total and utter sense. That's another phrase you'll hear me talking a lot about when I talk to businesses about their offerings and their business models and how they charge. You know, I say, does it make sense? Does it make sense that Apple do iTunes and they do iPods. Yes, it does. It makes complete sense that they would do both of those products. Does it make sense that Richard Branson should do bingo and banking? Well, on the surface, actually, no, it makes no sense at all. Nat West wouldn't get away with doing bingo. And I can tell you now, Gala wouldn't get away with doing banking. However, when you scratch beneath the surface of Richard Branson and Virgin and you look at what their strategies are and his strategy, it's all been about serving a particular type of client base which for Richard Branson and Virgin has always been the baby boomers. I'm not saying he doesn't sell to other people. He's definitely tapping into the younger market as well. But when you, when you look at that, it makes sense that he's going into care homes. It makes sense. We've got all these products from records when the baby boomers were you know, teenagers and in their early 20s through to when he went into aviation. And you look at the baby boomers went with him. And that's why they trusted him. They built that relationship with him over time. So on the surface, it makes no sense. However, when you look at his business model, when you look at his strategy, it makes complete and utter sense. So I talk about, you know, does your business make sense? Do your offerings make sense? Does the pricing make sense? Your marketing make sense? Your messaging, communication, your brand. And this all came together in one really simple sentence when this guy just reflected it back after we had this conversation about how simple and how crystal clear the offering was and where the boundaries were between, you know, what we do and what they do and what the third company does. And he says, yeah, of course, he says, you know, your customer can't make a decision if they don't have clarity. 
and it summed it up in a sentence. And sometimes I can be guilty of using 10 sentences when one would do. However, <laughs> in my defense, I also like to hit that nail home well and truly thoroughly. Anyway, I liked it. I thought, right, kudos to him, credit to him. Won't name him or his business right now. However, um, yeah, I love it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast around that. Really simple stuff. Your customer can't make a decision if they don't have clarity. Now, first of all, let's just reflect on ourselves for a moment just to prove this to be true. If you walk into a shop and you want a TV, so let's say you are in the market right now to buy a TV, you need a TV, you want a TV, you're packing some credit cards in your pocket or some cash, you are going to buy. You go into a TV store, whatever it might be, okay? Or you go online and you look at an online store. And when you get there, there's a thousand televisions. Now, let's say you're not into TVs massively, but you want to buy TV, but you're not a connoisseur as such. And suddenly you go in and you say, do I need OLED, QLED? Do I need this? Do I need that? 4K, they're talking about 8K coming out. Would high definition do? So now you go into this place and you went in to buy a television. You went in just thinking, right, I want a TV. You had an idea of roughly how big. You kind of held... (laughs) Hold your hands up and go, kind of so big is what you want. You don't know necessarily the exact dimensions that TVs come in. So it's not that you're an ignorant purchaser. It's just you know what you want, but you don't you know, necessarily have the expertise and the knowledge to totally and utterly break down all the nuances out there and the options out there when it comes to televisions, okay? So you go up there and you're greeted by these bank of TVs and these complexities. So you go into the store, you walk to the back of the store, here you are greeted by the widest options of TVs. You can pay 350 quid for a TV. There's one on sale for 250 quid and you can go and spend 15 grand on a television. So, you know, you can narrow that down pretty quickly, can't you? You can say, right, well, I know I don't want the shitty cheap end stuff and it's too small anyway. You've got an idea, so big, you hold your hands up and you don't need 15 grand. You have no even like concept of what could possibly be in that TV that would make it worth 15 grand. It's big but it's no bigger than some of the other TVs that were five grand. So you write those off as well. You have an idea of budget. So, you know, your budget is, let's say, you know, around about 600, maybe to 800 pounds for a TV. And you're like, where do I start? Do I go Sony? Do I go Samsung? Do I go this brand that I don't know that seems to be offering exactly the same as Sony? They're using all the same terminology. The quality seems to be as good, but I haven't heard the brand, but it is 300 quid cheaper. And you don't know where to start. So you get completely overwhelmed, you turn about foot and you exit the store. Or if you're completely committed to purchasing that day, like a little child at school, you put your hand up and you ask for help. And someone comes up to you and they make it even more complicated. So you start to talk to these people and you say, right, I I, I just want a TV. But these people are experts in what they do. So they ask you all the questions that they think they need to ask you to help you narrow down the TV that you want. So they turn around and say, okay, so, you know, is it an OLED TV, a digital TV? Do you need to have, you know, free free view access? Do you want to have access to this, the iTunes? And you're like, I I don't know, I want a TV. And they're saying, okay, so do you want a 48 inch, a 52 inch, a 56 inch, a 38 inch, a 90 inch, an 18 inch? And you're like, well, I want one so big. So they go, okay, so, okay, maybe maybe what you want is about a 54 inch or whatever it is. And then you say, okay, that's what I want then. They say, okay, well, we've got this one from Sony. And you're like, okay, that that, that looks all right, <laughs> right? And then they say, yeah, and you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can do that, you can do that. And you said, okay, and you're completely overwhelmed. And they say, oh, we can have a Samsung. 
which is very similar. I'm like, what's the difference is? Well, really, when it comes down to that, it's down to, you know, which one you prefer. I have no preference. I don't know which one. Then they show you the other TV. And even when you've narrowed it down and have asked it, and you've, you've given them nothing. You just said, I just want a TV. And they then try, and it's a good salesperson, right? They try and narrow it down and they say, look, I think either this or this is going to be a good one for you. And you literally look at the two TVs. They're within 50 quid of each other. You go for the one that looks the prettiest. Or you'll go for Sony because your last TV was a Sony. Or you go for Sony because your daughter, your husband, your whoever it is has a Sony. Or you go for Sony just because it's the name you know the best. You buy the TV, you take it home, and you've got yourself a TV. You wrung out, completely exhausted. It's got a million features you don't know, and there's a million features that you don't need, and all this sort of stuff, right? And it wasn't necessarily a fun experience. You got your TV, but it was overwhelming. Now, I'm, I, I'm not saying you're an, an ignorant when it comes to buying TVs or whatever, but, you know, there's things we purchase that we're not experts in, but we know we need, and the complexity of the offering and the complexity of the expert selling the offering overwhelms us and potentially overwhelms us to the point where we don't make the purchase. If you didn't absolutely need a TV or really want a TV, it's very likely that you would have walked out, like I said in that example, without even asking someone else. It would have been overwhelming. I don't know where to start. I'm just going to leave. It's the same thing if you go and buy cars. You know, if, if you're not into your cars and you're not into every single gadget and detail of your car... You know, you're buying a car based on maybe a brand you like. You're buying a car on how it looks. You're buying a brand on, you know, what it feels like when you're sitting in it, maybe how it drives. But it's possible that you go into a showroom. Where do I start? You know, all these Vauxhall ranges. I go into BMW. Where do I start? Do I go BMW? Do I go Audi? Do I go Mercedes? Three choices, very similar at the same level. Do I go for Jag? Do I make sense? And it's really complicated. And for a lot of us, we don't make purchases like that until either we really, really want to change something in our life, like a car or TV, or maybe a house even, or we really have to for some reason. Now, when you're selling your products, you will be selling your products to potential prospects and clients that fall into that category. In other words, they really need what you want. They really want what it is that you offer, and therefore they'll be willing to go through the unpleasant experience of trying to work out what it is they actually need. Does this make sense? But there are many people out there that could use your services, that would benefit from your services, that potentially are walking away from you or sales that you're losing because your offering is too complicated or because your marketing is too complicated or your messaging is too complicated. Now, I fall foul of this as well. We all do. When we're in our own businesses, we take for granted a lot of stuff, like the TV salesperson. You know, he lives and breathes this stuff. He takes it for granted that... You know, there's a difference between OLED and QLED. And he understands the advancements in technology. And he understands the benefits of having an internet TV versus X, Y, and Z. He understands how these things, you know, connect and the connectivity and all that. He understands all this stuff. But the bottom line is, a lot of his clients and customers don't. The connoisseur will. The connoisseur will go in there and they'll dictate what they're looking for and what they want. But for most of us... What we want is a really good TV at a decent enough price that's going to do what we want it to do. And maybe there's a feature or two that we know we would like to bring into the new TV and we ask for that. And it's the same in business. And so many of us, we overcomplicate our offering, we overcomplicate our businesses, we overcomplicate our marketing, our websites, our messaging, our advertising, networking, at pitch meetings, when we're putting forward our proposals, the proposal itself. 
Does this make sense? If we overcomplicate things, we make it very hard for our prospect to have clarity about what they want to do. They can't make a decision. So what they'll do is potentially they'll go away and think about it. And sometimes that's not our fault. But sometimes it definitely is our fault because either we haven't set our business up to be crystal clear, our product range isn't crystal clear, our communication of that product range isn't crystal clear, the benefit to the customer or the prospect isn't crystal clear. They don't understand what they're buying. They don't understand what it's going to give them. They don't understand necessarily even what they totally need. Does this make sense? So what we do is we chuck all these features at them. You know, you've heard about features and benefits and this sort of thing in marketing. So we chuck all these features at them. And the bottom line is they just want a fucking TV. Make sense? Now, you'll get a more sophisticated client come through. And your job is to spot that person. So just like the TV shop, if a sophisticated purchaser comes in, then your job is to meet that customer at the level they are. In other words, you need to have the technical knowledge and speak the lingo and everything else. Typically, however, a connoisseur of TVs is not going to walk into the local curries and buy a TV. What they'll do is they'll go to a specialist store. It's like people who are into their music equipment. Typically, they don't necessarily go into curries and buy their music equipment. There are specialist stores with absolute experts in there that know everything about every product and everything they need to know about their industry, their marketplace, and their sophisticated clients' needs so they can meet those needs. Makes sense? They're normally very high-end, very expensive stores. So you need to make sure if you are a high-end store and you're deliberately targeting the sophisticated client, then you need to make sure that they are crystal clear. But you need to know what their crystal clarity is, what their version of that is. They're going to need a lot more specs. They're going to need a lot more of the information and the data. You better make sure that you know your shit. For most of us, however, our client base isn't necessarily that super uber sophisticated buyer. You know, it might be the company that says we're looking for a new coach for our team and it's, you know, they really understand what they're looking for. And, and of course, you need to meet that client at their level. But for most people, they have a problem to solve. You know, I'm not selling. I'm not motivated. I'm not focused. I, I'm not passionate. I'm not doing X, Y and Z. I don't know how to do X, Y and Z. I don't know where to move forward. What do I do? I'm, I'm frozen. I'm fearful. I'm doubtful. And you're sitting there and that's the problem you're solving. And if I go into that person and go into all the nuances of every single thing, every feature of my coaching, then I'm going to completely overwhelm them. They're not going to be clear about what, oh yeah, well, I can help you with your pricing strategy. I can help you with your business modeling. I can help you with your mindset. Specifically, you know, I can do doubts and fears and motivation. I can help you with your team. And uh, also I can work with sports teams and I help with that. And I do this and I do that. And, you know, you've got product A, which is this price, product B at this price, product C at this price. But we also do a bespoke offering which you can use elements of each of these to create your own hybrid offering. But also on top of that, I could take this thing and I could tailor it to meet your needs. Or I can go in there and you tell me what you want. You get what I'm saying, right? It becomes so complicated, so hard work to do the purchase or to make the purchase that it's very possible that your prospect will be put off. If your complexities or your lack of clarity is in your marketing or your website, you won't even know that you've put them off because they simply won't click through or they simply won't pick up the phone or email you. Hopefully you'll get them into a sales process, a sales cycle, you'll get into that communication phase and maybe you'll be able to pick up 
the signs that they are bewildered, that it's getting stressful for them and complicated. Really important to understand the nature of stress, the nature of these things. When we get stressed, it's our evolutionary, ancestral, chemical, biological responses within us to take action to remove whatever the threat is. And in this situation, the threat is you, your product, it's your offering, the threat is the purchase, it's the upgrade, it's the whatever it is, okay? That is the threat, and what they'll do is they'll turn on their heels and they'll run away. They might not literally flee, but it might be a sophisticated flee. In other words, they'll say, okay, I thank you for your time, it's all very interesting, I can see that there's a lot for me still to think about, I don't think we're quite there yet, I don't think we're quite ready yet, and uh, let me go away, let me think about it, I'll take a lot of the information you've given me now, and I'll really give it some thought, and I'll get back to you. Have you heard that before? It could be for a whole host of reasons I know. However, I'm telling you now, one of the reasons is they simply did not have the clarity of what it is that you were offering, what they were buying, how it was going to work. And ultimately, that created a stressful environment for them potentially, maybe an embarrassed environment, maybe like the TV purchaser goes in, now they feel like a bit of an idiot, they feel embarrassed, like they shouldn't be there, and they're trying to get out to save themselves from that. And ultimately, your client or your prospect leaves and exits stage right without ever engaging you, and it could have been a sale. It was an amazing opportunity potentially for the both of you, and it was missed, it was wasted, simply because they didn't have clarity. And it's our responsibility to make sure that our customers and our clients get that clarity, that they have that clarity. Because ultimately, if we don't instill that clarity in them, if they don't get that clarity with us, with our product, with our offering, then ultimately, we are going to be responsible for losing that potential deal. Does this make sense? Now, your clients have experienced this. You have experienced this. What a breath of fresh air it would be if when you met your clients, you took the time to really just work out what they wanted first and foremost, and then you did the consultative sale, which is you gave them the offering. And when you give them the offering, you say, here's the offering you want, here's why you want it, here's how it gets implemented, here's how you pay for it, here's the result you're going to get. Super clear, super clear, super clear. Their unconscious allows them to commit their resources. The three core resources I talk about, time, money, and energy. And typically in any sales process, you're asking for all three of those. You're asking for them to invest time, whether it's the setup of the TV, the time to go through with you for X, Y, and Z if you're going to consult with them, the time for them to commit to getting fit, getting healthy, to their training, to their mind, whatever it is you're offering, you're asking for an amount of energy from them, an amount of time from them, and obviously an amount of money from them. And the unconscious cannot release those resources until it has certainty or certainly a high degree of confidence behind what it's investing those three resources into that it's going to get the returns that it ultimately needs and it ultimately wants. So therefore, we give them that. It enables their unconscious to commit to the purchase, to commit to the commitment of those resources of the time, the money, and the energy, and you, my friend, have a sale. So take a look at your business. Take a look at yourself. Take a look at your offerings, your products, your services. Take a look at your promotional materials, your web content, 
Maybe have a look at your video content, your social media content. Have a look at your one-minute pitches. If you do talks on stage, look at your, your presentations and your pitches there. Look at every aspect of your business. And what you're looking for is where you're overcomplicating something or where you're taking away the opportunity for someone to have crystal clear clarity. If you offer someone three different ways of paying for your product, you will potentially lose a deal. You can buy it now up front, you can buy it now over certain terms, or you can do it in these three monthly payments. If you do it in these three monthly payments, it will cost you X. If you do, make sense? Really simply, this is the best one for you. This is the best opportunity for you. This is the best way for you to pay. Make sense? This is what you want to do. Keep it super, super, super crystal clear and you will get out of the way of your prospects, your potential customers, your potential clients buying from you. Okay, thank you for listening. You know I always appreciate your time. I'm well aware that there are so many people out there vying for your time and your attention right now. So as always, I do not take it lightly that you have given me the last 20 minutes of yours. As a way of rewarding you, I always like to give some freebies away. I like to give you some free resources. If you are a five-figure service-based business and you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover or revenue and you want to know what's it going to take to hit 100 grand in the next 12 months or less the six figure fast track is where you want to be it's my masterclass it's my webinar designed specifically with the service-based business that's doing 30 40 maybe 50 thousand pound in turnover but they want to hit a hundred grand and they want to do it fast i take you through the six-figure mindset the six-figure modeling the business model that you need to have to hit six figures and the six-figure methodology the day-to-day activities that you should be doing and definitely the stuff you shouldn't be doing in order to hit a hundred thousand pounds in revenue in the next 12 months or less i'm absolutely committed to helping small business owners get out of their own way and also to create and build the businesses that can give them what I believe they deserve given all of the sacrifices that we make as entrepreneurs and business people. We take on all the risk, we put in all the hours, more hours than you'd ever work for anybody else. We put up with the stress, we sacrifice sometimes our families, our health, our social life, our time, and I believe that we truly, genuinely deserve to be successful, and I'm committed to helping you have that for yourself. Check out those resources, subscribe to this podcast, go and follow me on social media, let's get connected, and as always, until next time, be successful. Leveling up, extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.